Anchor, you're killing me with these bugs. Happy Friend Wednesday. Fr Happy Friends Day. Happy Wednesday. Happy Friends Day. Friends Day. Wednesday. Huh. Hmm. Maybe there's a concept. Hello, C Note here. Welcome to the C Note Audio Extravaganza, the show that is like your mother, warm and cuddly and fuzzy. Maybe fuzzy. I don't know. She could be fuzzy, and uh, always calling me. I don't know if if that's a good thing. She should probably stop doing that. I don't know, but whatever. I don't even know why I did that. It's a weird thing that I'm workshopping and trying, seeing how it goes. It's actually a thing that I did on my comedy podcast where I would do like the show that is like, and then insert a really ridiculous analogy. So maybe I'll try to inject that into this show because I'm not really doing that show anymore. <laughs> um, and yeah, the anchor has been so frustrating with me uh, lately because, well, first of all, I told that, that stupid your mom joke because um, I want to talk about insults today. Insults and bullies. And uh, anchors, like bugs, are really bugging me out. It's, I posted this episode, or I was going to post this episode, and like the first 10 seconds cut out. And I was like, well, that's dumb. I'm just going to redo it because like the whole your mom joke was missed. And then it just sounded, it just said, she just keeps calling me. <laughs> and, and people that will call me are probably going to be like, oh, I'll just stop calling them. <laughs> I don't want people to stop calling me. Please call in. I love hearing your voice. I love hearing everything about you guys and what you're doing in life and all that good stuff. And then helping, even if it's difficult times, I would like to try to help where I can, when I can. Anyway, so um, again with the anchor bugs, I can't post podcasts for some reason, so I don't know if I'm going to do a full like four segments or five segments for this. Uh, I'll probably just do one or two because I, I guess I'm a little bit burnt out, so it would be nice to just do one or two. And I really just wanted to kind of loosely talk about bullies and insults. Bullies, which have been kind of rebranded as trolls these days, but we know they're still there. And for me, I've dealt with bullies since I was a kid, and I've probably dealt with them better than the average person. Because, well, first of all, because of my depression, I didn't really care about their insults. Um, one way that I kind of mitigated their insults is by saying, like, well, yeah, it's kind of true, but also, did you know this? You almost take the separate self-deprecation to like another level, and they're like, they can't touch you. <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of interesting. Um, it's, it's kind of an interesting tactic. Uh, another way to deal with bullies is to straight up ignore them. Like, I have a situation. I had a situation recently where. It was kind of like an alpha joke contest. Like you get into a situation where like, like I, there's kind of like different alpha types or you could be the alpha of a situation. I really don't like using the term alpha, but it's like the easiest for people to comprehend. Um, so like in a situation where it's a group dynamic and you know, there's like the funny guy and he's like the loud one and you, you know that he's like, he's the one that has to be running the joke show. He's got to have the attention which sometimes is me, but I kind of wait for my moments. Like, if somebody else wants to own that, I will let them own that. That's totally fine. I'm not going to compete over that. But I will throw in good jokes in between things when the timing is right. If anything, it's actually better for me because I kind of wait for better timing. I let them do their thing, and I just kind of sit quietly and listen and wait for the right moment to strike, as it were. But occasionally, in those moments, when I do find a good joke, I will... Um, Say something that's maybe sarcastic or obviously a joke or self-deprecating or something kind of weird um, that doesn't necessarily represent my character or who I am, but they don't know me, so who cares? And um, so they come back with like a, uh, uh, no, that's creepy, or no, that's weird, or something like that to kind of like throw a 
a jab back at me or something like that. A jab at me, because even my joke wasn't a jab at somebody, but the joke that they're saying in response is kind of a way to keep their alphaness going. So they bully the person who's attempting to be funny to keep them in check, quote unquote. Um, often in those situations, I just don't respond. Like, I don't let them know that I think it's funny. I don't let them know that that they're that they had any kind of like impact or anything like that because they didn't because it doesn't bother me and I fully expect it at this point because it's happened to me a million times um, and I, I've had a problem making male friends because dudes get very like territorial and alpha male-ish and stuff and like I'm just like I don't care I don't care anywhere near as much as you do <laughs> uh, and I have a good story about that next I think I've told it in the past but um, I'll, I'll, I'll tell it now here goes Okay, after like 20 minutes of trying to find my theme song, there it goes. <laughs> um, I was just going to skip it, but nope. I Once I set my mind on like doing something, I get really stubborn and, and do it no matter how much like persistence it takes. It's almost like a battle in my head of how persistent I could be to get it done. And I guess it's, or just stubbornness, however you want to approach it. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so I wanted to continue telling the story because for me, from at least my perspective, I've, I've had... Um, psychological battles with alpha male types pretty much throughout my life because I am not typically seen as that um, because I'm short because I am especially when I was younger I was very runty very antisocial uh, and seemingly an easy target but once people start talking to me they realize that I'm not a pushover especially even as a kid there was one time there was this kid that I'm not saying this is the best approach but there was this kid that kind of kept bullying sporadically. He was either like, he was the, he was the quote unquote bully of the school. He just always had like a mean face on. He was, he wasn't even that big. He was like around my height, around my size. Um, but I was always fairly like stocky or strong. Um, not super muscular or anything, but like, I don't know, just like chubby. So I had a lot of weight to throw around. <laughs> and, um, uh, so he was like insulting some friends or something and kept kind of like bullying people or whatever and then there was one time where like I was walking down the hallway and he said something and it didn't affect me like I didn't I didn't do anything I didn't care because you know first of all depression didn't care I didn't care about much and especially people trying to like come at me like it's not like I don't care I still don't care to this day like okay whatever moving on it's not like you're not gonna mess up my my, my focus, my tranquility, my happiness, my depression, whatever, <laughs> my state of being, like my state of being, even though it's depression, it is for me to own and it's not for you to control, um, which is often what bullying and insulting is often about is some sort of insecurity or, or some sort of attempt at control over you. That happens to me in a lot of little things in life that I won't necessarily get into, but you'll notice little jabs and attempts at control throughout throughout life from other people just just listen just listen to people how they talk and try if you're a person that gets affected by that stuff just try for one day when they do that to just nothing 
no reaction, no words, don't even look at them, just nothing, and see how they freak out. It's kind of amazing. <laughs> um, and for me, I don't know, I guess for me, there's, there's kind of a control there too. Like you're, you're controlling them by not allowing them to affect you, but it's, I don't know, it's really more so just controlling yourself, controlling your reactions, because that's really all that you can do is control who you are and how you react to a situation. Anyway, back to this story. This was middle school. Um, so I don't know, remember how old I was probably like, I don't know, 12, I guess. Um, I was walking through the hallway. This kid is like throwing insults or like, I don't know, trying to get me, get at me for some reason, walking down the hallway and he's walking with me as I'm talking, like kind of just jabbing blah, blah, blah in my ear. And I see like the lockers coming up. So I'm like, all right, uh, I'm going to like kind of guide this kid along with me. Cause he's not going to give up. He's, he's pretty focused. So he's just yapping and yapping and yapping. Nothing is happening. And, um, and, and like my friend is getting worked up, which he's always been great at. Like I've been friends with him since we were eight years old and still close friends with him. Um, and he was getting involved in the insults and stuff. And I'm like, don't worry about it. Back off. It's fine. Um, so we get to like the set of lockers coming up and I start guiding this kid kind of towards the lockers. And I just give him like the biggest possible shove that I could and just one handed shoved him into the locker and just kept walking. And that was it. And he never bugged me ever again. <laughs> so that was it. Um, I didn't like, I don't know. I don't I just made one big statement and that was it. And I'm not saying you should do that as an adult, but I feel like sometimes the silence like allowed to regain control of the situation. Really what I wanted to talk about with that story is like guiding him because he was like so focused on me that I was able to control the situation, like literally controlling him to where I wanted him to go. It was a chess match. It was like a poker game. Um, and I've always been fascinated by that because there are little ways that you can kind of like subtly navigate people. And sometimes you can regain control by just not letting it affect you. So I think I'm going to, since I'm not posting a podcast version of this, I want to keep the topic open all day. Um, I want to revisit some of what I was reading yes, last night about sort of insults and bullying. Um, but the big takeaway from the last two segments was that it's really about control. People are just trying to, trying to exert their insecurity, their, their segments of life, their, their, how they're feeling onto other people and not necessarily taking ownership for how they feel and not owner, not taking ownership for the bad things that are happening in their life. Uh, or maybe there's something going on where they don't feel a sense of control. So they are exhibiting that sense of control out on you. Um, so it kind of helps to maintain that sort of empathy and perspective to not let that stuff affect you because what they're saying isn't really about you. It's about making themselves feel better. Because often when I would get insults about my height, it was always from dudes who were seemingly quote unquote normal, but clearly they weren't very comfortable with who they were as a person because they had to say something to me to make themselves feel better. Um, and I've even, you think I would do that. You think, you think people who were like abnormal quote unquote would be the ones trying to insult other people to make them feel better about themselves. Like, ha, your tallness is stupid. 
like no that doesn't that's that, that's not it just doesn't work that way I mean I guess that's what's socially accepted is like being of normal height but like why why is why is being short weird like that doesn't make sense to me so I just don't look at it that way um so I don't I don't know I, I have no further thoughts on that <laughs> um but I don't know, bullies have never really gotten to me. People who are trying to insult me never do, unless it's funny. I mean, if it's a funny insult, then like, yeah. But usually like, another way is I kind of go with it sometimes. It's like, you either go with it on a self-deprecating level or or you dish it back. And, and in like, a comedic way. And, you know, you often find that people condition help and they can't take it, you know? So, I just, I just give it. Like there was one kid, one time, he was uh, outside of the mall and he was just yapping for some reason. Um, I don't even remember why. I was probably like 17 and um, he kind of just started like, I don't know, he was, he was just, he just seemed angry and um, started talking shit to a friend of mine or something and uh, I was like, dude, calm down, it'll be okay. That's usually my thing, is like, it'll be okay. <laughs> like, it's fine. Like, you'll be alright. Just, just, take a breath, you'll be fine, don't worry about it, and like, bullies don't like that, because they want to fight, <laughs> so, he's like, started to get in my face, and I'm like, I don't care, go away, <laughs> and, uh, he, he started walking away, and still flailing insults, and I start doing, like, the, uh, the jack-in-the-box middle finger thing, the, and you slowly reveal the middle finger, and, um, that set him off, <laughs> which is not good, I shouldn't have instigated, but I was 17, whatever, and, um, he came back and, like, he tried to, like, hit me, and I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, like, just go away. I don't care about you. I'll never see you again. Stop. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. That was, I mean, I was 17. That was not the best situation. Um, there was another situation where, uh, this is a longer story, so maybe I won't get into it today, but long story short, they tried to, like, go through my book bag and, um, they were just kind of continuously like picking on me and my friend, um, saying they actually came out of this, the Wawa, which is an East coast, amazing convenience store. I miss it so much. And, um, they came out of the store, they asked us for a dollar and I was like, sorry, dude, I don't have a dollar. I can't help you. And they kept kind of like badgering, like, I know you got a dollar. Give me a dollar. I'm like, I don't have a dollar, bro. <laughs> I was 16. Like I don't have money. <laughs> and, uh, we were going to go see our girlfriends at the park and, um, we went over the park. They ended up crossing paths with us. My book bag was on the floor. We were just kind of like hanging out on the jumble, jungle gym thing or whatever. And um, they started kicking my bag and going through it and stuff. And they're like, oh, I can get a dollar out of this and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, dude, just stop. What are you doing? And they kind of gave me a shove. Uh, I didn't hit anyone back. And they ended up getting probation. So, and, you know, I got, I got hit from like a 23-year-old kid. It was the worst. But I was like, what are you doing? And at the end of it, I was like... Whatever, I was just bummed that I couldn't hang out with my girlfriend. So, there are also going to be situations where, like, you can't really do anything about it. Like, you can't, like, even ignoring them is not going to make them stop. So, you might have to exit the situation. Um, if it's a work thing, you might have to report them. If it's a serious life-threatening thing, you need to go to the police. Um, and be aware of the escalation of that sort of thing. Because... As much as we know and can acknowledge that it is about their insecurity, their sense of control, things like that, 
you can't make them change just by ignoring them or telling them what they're doing wrong or asking if they're okay. It's, you, you, it's not going to make, sometimes it's just not going to make any kind of a difference. Sometimes it has an impact on people because for me, I've had a lot of times where people have tried to insult me and it doesn't affect me and I've seen their behavior change. They actually have turned around and come to like me as a person because of my no bullshit policy in life. Like I just don't, I don't have time for that, especially as an adult. Somebody who's trying to insult me or out to get me, quote unquote, or jealous of my skill set or the people that I attract in life or my wife or whatever. It's like, just stop it. Doesn't like, who cares? Like, like I, I can't, I can't help you get past that. Um, so sometimes, sometimes there's nothing you can really do other than, um, just kind of report it to somebody or exit the situation. Um, hopefully it doesn't ever get to that point. Uh, you know, when it comes to like internet trolls and stuff, Facebook, I stopped even looking at Facebook. Like it's just a lot of garbage and, and it kind of reminded me of why I left Philly because <laughs> there's just a lot of, a lot of people with garbage perspectives that I just don't want to be a part of anymore. And I've, I've realized I was still clinging to it even seven years after I've been there, almost eight years now, eight years in November. Um, and, uh, I need to fully let go a little bit more. Uh, I, I need to um, disconnect even even more intensely and really embrace this new life and this change and new things that are happening and new people in my life and um, embrace the beauty that they bring into it uh, and give my full effort into the things that I feel that matter. So with that in mind, in reference to like insults and bullying, you know, if you can mitigate it even on Facebook, like social media stuff, you know, blocking people is totally a thing. Um, and, and realizing again, making sure that when you're reading something to not take it personally, because most likely it's not aimed at you, even though it might have an insult geared, geared towards you. The fact that they might call you stupid or a snowflake or a libtard or, uh, 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 uh what's the other word? Um, the deplorable, for the other side like it's nothing personal they're just reciting words that they think they know um, and they're processing in a way that they know how unfortunately it's kind of basic and barbaric and pointless and it's not very helpful um, so I, I would encourage the striving for productive conversations with anybody um, and we've talked about online communities in the past uh, and um, those are big topics that I think are still ongoing and still worth discussing because a lot of bullies emerge from that. People that are insulting others without even realizing it. Um, ignoring people can be kind of an insult sometimes. Maybe not as a reaction to an insult, but um, ignoring someone in terms of friendship requests or something like that um, can be seen as an insult. Not inviting someone somewhere can be seen as an insult. Things of that nature. Um, and just learning how to navigate those things. I let people know up front my feelings on stuff like that. I feel that those things are petty when someone comes to me and says, why didn't you invite me? And I'm like, because I didn't want to invite you. That's pretty simple. <laughs> I didn't feel like it was appropriate for the moment. So I didn't invite you or I didn't feel like you would come. So I didn't invite you like, or whatever. Usually people are, are pretty understanding when you're really straightforward with them about whatever the situation is and say, Hey, I, I didn't think to invite you this time, or even just that you didn't come to mind. 
sometimes that happens. At least for me, like I've 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 always had like a decent amount of friends and kind of interspersed friends amongst like different subsets and groups and stuff. So it never made sense for me to just invite everybody. I always had to be a little bit more thoughtful because not everyone cross pollinates very well. Um, and sometimes you just don't think to invite someone somewhere. So I just let them know like, hey, don't take it personally. You know, it's no big deal. But whatever. I'll talk to you guys more about this topic later today. Uh, Call-ins. I'd love to hear about it.